Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. Welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum, hashtag Team Squirrel Burger. <laughs> we get together each and every day to talk about Scrum and to help you get a little bit better with Scrum and to take your questions in the comments section. Be sure to like and subscribe. That's how... That, that's how we make the podcast go round. We keep uh, making these things and you keep liking and subscribing and everybody's happy. Leave us your questions and comments. Tell a friend. Do all that fun stuff. Today, oh, I should I should bring up uh, community.agileforhumans.com. Check it out. Free space. We do a lot of work with uh, a lot of great scrum masters and product owners and developers. I think we're up over a thousand people now. Lots of great people talking about a lot of fun scrum things. So check it out. It's free. Community.agileforhumans.com. We got a situation room today. Hey, Todd, Scrum's going great. Mm -hmm. It is. It's going great. So Scrum is going great. You're 12 sprints in. Uh, you've got a good team. They're not deviating from the Scrum framework, or so we say. Uh, your product owner's talented, smart, driven, right? Uh, what they're saying, though, is that it's there's not enough features and cohesion to invite stakeholders into a sprint review. 12 sprints in, they're saying, we're almost there. Almost time to show this to the world. How do you respond? With a deep sense of disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, Todd, I think this is a pretty common, um, common mindset, right? Uh, until we're feature complete, we really shouldn't show anything to anyone. Until we're feature complete, uh, there's no value to anyone. And there's these weird ideas that we get in our head that if we if we dare show something that doesn't have all the bells and whistles, people will be upset. They'll look down on us. And and largely, this just is, is a myth, right? And it actually works against iterative and incremental product development. It works against our setup in Scrum, where we're trying to get feedback as soon as responsibly possible. I mean, how much risk? Like the first thing in my head when I my blood pressure went up and my anxiety kind of went up a little bit because I'm sitting there thinking man, we're 12 sprints in and we don't have a clue mm -hmm. if what we're building is valuable, needed, wanted, or aligned to a customer. Mm -hmm. 
I'm nervous here, Todd. Uh, you know what? I'm going to turn and I'm going to say, Scrum Master, where were you for the 12 sprints? <laughs> yeah. Because this to me is a deviation from the Scrum framework, right? Like we encourage people, if you if you have a sprint where you didn't deliver an increment, you couldn't get to done, you still have a sprint review. You still have a conversation. That's okay. That's part of empirical process control. And that will happen. You need people early. You need it often. I have seen a product owner fired for this exact same thing. I was the scrum master. I warned them for two months and begged and pleaded them to invite stakeholders into a sprint review. And they didn't. And when they finally did, because they were getting very nervous and getting a lot of questions, stakeholders were irate and this person got fired. This is going against empirical process control. We're not just improving on our process with Scrum. I get it. People have heard me say this a lot. There's a lot of really creative sprint retrospective formats out there. Let's start making and using that creativity on the sprint review because that is as important, if not more important, than the sprint retrospective. You need to implement empiricism on your product and on your process. This, to me, is a major all-around failure that is... That has a lot of risk involved with it, and this is a super scary situation. Yeah, we you just don't know anything <laughs> until a stakeholder, a customer, a user, an executive, someone that's interested in the outcome of the product, invested in the outcome of the product. You just don't know anything until someone like that has seen it and given feedback. You you only have guesses and assumptions and wishes, and man, that is such a dangerous strategy, Todd. Mm -hmm. It's a really dangerous strategy. I'm uh, like, I'd be really disappointed in this team, man. I'm, uh, am I like on fire? What? I feel like I'm yelling in my microphone. <laughs> this one gets my, this one gets my heart rate up though, because yeah. you know, I've seen it like, um, I've seen it and I just I, like, we need to really, I, I'm worried and constantly, I may be like an overly suspicious person. They say paranoia is good when used well. <laughs> right. And I tend to be a little bit on that edge. Right. Um, and, and making sure that you have the right and appropriate stakeholders in the room that you're not leaving out anybody. Right. Um, or that you're not just getting an opinion because someone likes to talk. Right. So not having anybody. Whew, what are you even doing in the sprint review? What are you what are you basing your product decisions on? Yeah. Yeah. Like what, how do you justify any decision you're making without this interaction? Like, I just, I can't imagine it. So look, if you're in this boat, get the stakeholders in the room. Um, it's just, it's too risky not to. Mm -hmm. And if you want to see how this conversation unfolded, there was a lot of great discussion yeah. over at community.agileforhumans.com. A lot of smart people pulled this one apart far better than what Todd and I just did. We're giving you the highlights. There is a week's worth of conversation there. Get over there, check it out. The accounts are free. And uh, you get a lot of great people to work with. But yeah, good situation room, Todd. Good analysis. You know what I think it's time for? End screen. End screen time. Be sure to like and subscribe. Todd, how should they like and subscribe today? Right now, I think that the best thing for them to do in the mood that I'm in, Ryan, is to lay your head down on your desk. And just as you <laughs> fall asleep, have that cursor over the like and subscribe <laughs> so that your head kind of nods off and your finger goes down and you like and subscribe. Love it. So uh, yeah. Like and subscribe as you uh, drift off into sleepy bye-bye land. Uh, check out socials. Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter are pretty active. Uh, some videos are going to pop up. Scrum 101, 
the free Scrum Framework class, and EBM 101, the free evidence-based management class, Measuring Agility. We've got two free classes. They're both going to pop up here. Check them out. Go off and take some assessments. Hey, you might even get a new certification. All right, for Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward, do some great Scrum things. I think Todd needs a nap. Sounds mm-hmm. like a good idea. I think we'll, you do uh, too, Ryan, huh? Definitely need one. And uh, when we wake up, we'll be back with more info. Till then, see ya. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.